Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 11 to 1 on LMFM. LMFM. You're listening to LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. Good morning. WhatsApp and text lines are open 086-1800-658. Let's kick things off with the Cranberries. There's the Cranberries. Linger. Kicking off your 11 to 1 show. It's Sinead Brazel here with you. Hope you're keeping well this Thursday morning. Oh, I'd say there's a lot of people in me that are doing well today. I noticed this actually when I was logging into lmfm.ie this morning and uh, saw this article. The syndicate from County Meath picked up their lotto jackpot winnings of 4.6 million euro yesterday. And it's just like, oh my God, imagine, imagine being one of those people. They waited for almost a month to collect their prize. A fair play to them. Uh, Travelling up to the Lotto HQ yesterday to get the cheque. And of course, they want to remain private. But we do know that the ticket was purchased at Scally Centra in Summerhill back in February last month. And they became the second Lotto jackpot winners of the year. So they say, look, you know, the, the there was one person obviously in the syndicate that had to look after the ticket and keep it safe for a month. I would be just sweating if that was my responsibility. I'd just be like, somebody take it from me, not me, please. But uh, this particular person said the ticket had been in uh, the wallet the whole time and not one minute had passed by that I didn't tap my pocket make to make sure it was still there. Oh my God, yeah. Completely. Uh, This particular person looking forward to getting a good night's sleep as well uh, now that the responsibility of minding the ticket is gone and they can now look forward to, you know, spending and kind of just, you know, to have that peace of mind, isn't it? Because a lot of us, we have anxieties over money, don't we? A lot of the time it's kind of plays on our minds. How am I going to afford this? And oh, the price of that's gone up and inflation and all of this. So it's uh, we always have this dream of if... I won the lotto, I would do whatever. It's a nice fantasy. It is a nice fantasy to have. But for the syndicate and me, that has been a reality for them. And they seem to be a wise bunch because they're saying, look, we'll pay off the mortgage. Now, that'd be that'd be enough nearly in itself, wouldn't it? To be paying off the mortgage. Uh, have a nice speech holiday. Yeah, lovely. And then they're going to be sensible enough with the rest of it. You know, that's all you want. Bit of a sun holiday, the mortgage paid off. Happy days. I'd be on cloud nine. I really would. Best of luck to them with it anyway. And uh, yeah, I'm not one of these people that does the lotto religiously, but I was when it was the jackpot was rolling over and rolling over. I was like, oh, my God, I I had to get in a little bit on the action with regards to that. But um, no, I'm not somebody that sort of does it all the time. But anyway, best of luck to them. 
really excited today because uh, we have a very much a TV focus in the first hour of the show today. And Sean O'Callaghan Wade is his full name. He is a sixth year student. He is in Colossae and this is fantastic news. I mean, talk about like preparing for your leave and search on, on one aspect of your life. And then tonight he's going to see himself on the television. This new series, The Holiday, it's uh, starting on Virgin Media One. It's based on the best selling book from 2019. It's supposed to be really, really good. It's actually was before I heard about Sean being in it. It was in my TV recommendations for today that I was going to be chatting to you about anyway. Um, so Sean is the icing of the cake to be able to talk to him today. We're going to be chatting to him about what it was like filming in Malta luxurious uh, Mediterranean resort in Malta and uh, also what it's like come back to reality to the books and studying for the leave insert. He's going to be joining us very very shortly. He has swapped the books temporarily for acting uh, because he is preparing for his leave insert. Sean O'Callaghan Wade, I have just had a little sneak peek here of the trailer for The Holiday which is starting on Virgin Media 1 tonight. I will play a little taster of that for you but first we're going to catch up with Sean Wade. He's starring in the series. He's from Colossianami. We're going to chat to him after these. 11 to 1 on LMFM. He might be preparing for the leave insert right now, but it looks like a career in acting beckons because my first guest this morning, he's a sixth year student at Colossian and Me. His name is Sean O'Callaghan Wade. He's starring in the highly anticipated new thriller series, The Holiday. It's starting tonight on Virgin Media One, but aired earlier this week on Channel 5. It's a twisty thriller drama based on the 2019 best-selling book by TM Logan. And The Holiday follows Kate, a woman who discovers that her husband is having an affair while on a luxurious holiday in the Mediterranean with their kids and Sean plays Jake uh, Kate's unusual Virgin Media one here it is This holiday has officially started <laughs> Welcome to paradise kids Are you okay Sean? just need to know the truth. What are you going to say? That I know he's having an affair. Where's your ring? Do you love me, Sean? Jake, the shoe, no, has issues. I'm scared. I don't know what he's going to do next. You just stay away from my family. Oh, my God. I'm at the edge of my seat. Sean is on the line with me now. How are you doing, Sean? Amazing, thank you very much for having me. Oh, this must be a real pinch me moment for you right now. It must be so surreal you're seeing yourself on screen in this really highly anticipated drama with all these amazing actors around you. It must be amazing. It is, it is. It's it's, it's a strange, strange scenario. You know, I had the whole family over on Tuesday to watch the first episode and I'd be lying if I said I wasn't nervous. You know, obviously you're going to have the nerves, but... All in all, I enjoyed it. You know, you have to be proud at the same time. You have to take it in while it's on the telly and then when it goes, you know, you miss it, you know, so. This is it. Take it all in, you know. Take it all in, soak it all up. Uh, I'd say this week, you know, in school, there might be, uh, you might be the flavour of the month in school. Any autographs (laughs) being signed? I did actually have my mum's friend ask for an autograph. Yeah, I did, I did, I did, funnily (laughs) enough. But um, that's about it. (laughs) Listen, the mammies are always supporting, they really are. But tell me, how did this opportunity arise for you? Um, Like, was there a, a, a tough audition process? 
Yeah, well, it was about a year ago now that I auditioned, and there was about five stages. You know, there was like five rounds, and each audition round was like a different scene. And I just do different takes, and I get more information from the director about the character. And then I just I got to the final round, and I was actually having a shower, and then I got out of the shower, and I I received an email saying, um, uh, "Send a picture of your passport." <gasps> and I was like, I was like, surely that means something. I was like, surely, surely I have it, but I didn't want to get my hopes up. And then about 40 minutes later, I received an email being like, yeah, job offer. Oh, I was over the moon. I was over the moon. And and pack everything and head to the luxurious surroundings of Malta. What was that like? I mean, it's going from two completely different worlds. You know, obviously being in sixth year and I was in fifth year at the time, but obviously leading up to the leave insert and the stress of that and then going away in a nice holiday to you know, do what you love doing. It was it was bizarre. And the weather, actually, the weather wasn't as hard as you think it would be, to be honest. It was actually quite chilly at some points. But other than that, it's just such a beautiful place, you know. Oh, it looks gorgeous. It really does look gorgeous. And, you know, you, as you said, you know, you have the, the head screwed on, Sean. You're staying in school. You're doing the leave and start. But something tells me that a career in acting beckons. Would I be right? Uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully. That's the plan, you know. I mean, obviously staying in school is the number one goal. You know, I want to complete, I want to do the leaving, sir, and I want to get as many points as possible. But I'd be lying if I said acting wasn't my dream and that's what I'm going to do when I leave school, you know. And I have full support from the family as well, you know. I think it it made it easier doing this show before I turned 18 because I kind of have that to look at and be like, look, it's possible, I can do it. And I'm not going into my adult years with nothing to show, you know, that this career is worth something, you know. Yeah, oh, definitely, it really is. And like, look, judging from just the little snippet that I got there of the trailer, tell me about Jake now. My God, he's he's described in the blurb I received as unusual, quote unquote. There's a lot going on with Jake. He looks a bit tough, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, he is. I mean, I think he's just misunderstood, to be honest. He's quite a mysterious kind of, you know, he is quite unusual. But I was on Twitter last night and I was checking the hashtags and there was, so many people just saying, oh, he's a psychopath, he should be locked up. And I find that, I find that hilarious. But that's a compliment to me because that is what the character is. You know, he's, yeah. he's kind of sporadic. You know, you, you really don't know what he's going to do next. And I think that was important to get across to the viewers, you know. But he is, he is a ball of fire. You, you don't know what he's going to do next. I think that was what was so interesting about playing him, you know. Yeah, because on the, on the but I'm, I'm wondering, I'd say there's going to be more that's going to come out, you know, because literally in just the trailer that I've seen this, because uh, I'm going to watch tonight, the, like yeah. he's he's there and he's very sort of, he looks like he's going to snap, like you say, but something tells me we're going to get a bit more of a backstory into him and, and what's going on. But tell <laughs> us about the plot now, because a lot of people who've read the book will know about this, but tell us what is the plot of the holiday. Yeah, so it's basically just a group of friends go over to Malta to celebrate a birthday and they bring their families and Kate, who's a detective, finds out her husband is having an affair with um, one of her friends on the holiday and it's kind of like she's trying to unravel the mystery and then in the midst of it there's another kind of subplot that kind of creeps in that viewers don't really know yet but they're kind of getting snippets of and in the third and fourth episode tonight and tomorrow you'll really find out um, what's really going on and why everybody's kind of, you know, on edge. Yes, and if people check out the trailer, it will whet the appetite. You'll want to go to Malta, that's for sure as well. Oh, when know, you see too. this, you really will. But you're starring alongside, you know, some serious heavyweight actors here. People will know uh, people like Jill Halpenny, who starred in Coronation Street. She was also a Mitchell in EastEnders as well. She was in The Draining last year, which is brilliant. Also, Killing Eve's own McDonald. I mean, what was it like yeah. working with these people? I mean, it literally, I can't say enough good things about them. They they made the whole experience offset and onset. You know, it was just a dream come true. Just 
being with them and hanging around them on set, learning from them. I was basically a sponge, just soaking up all the all their talent, you know, because really when you're surrounded by that much talent, it's hard not to just be in awe and just look at these people and be like, I see you on telly. <laughs> like my man loves Jill Halfpenny and, you know, I had to get a picture at, um, towards the end of the shoot just to show my mom, <laughs> send my mom a picture of me and Jill Halfpenny. That's how much she loves her, you know. Oh, so, brilliant. Yeah, it, was a, it was a bizarre situation. And I see your parents and family and everything are so proud of you because this is a huge, huge role to get, as you say, at such a young age. Where does the, the love of acting come from, Sean? Honestly, I don't really know. You know, None of my family were in the acting business. I never really enjoyed it as a kid. I was quite, I didn't really have confidence growing up. And when I was about 13, 14, which is quite late in my opinion, I just joined theatre group and I was like, I really enjoy movies. I like watching them. I like what, you know, what they do, so I wanted to give it a go and I just fell in love with it. You know, I, I owe everything to my first theatre group because they really shaped me as an actor and they gave me the confidence, which is most important, you know. Yeah, that's all. It's, and listen, 13 is great to start at. There's plenty of people that go into acting so much later in life, exactly. so it's never too late, yeah. never too late exactly. to start your, your dream. So we think that the life of an actor is joining you. I just think you need to, you know, visualise yourself now, Sean, in Hollywood, you know what I mean? And the yeah. Oscar goes to Sean Wade. <laughs> oh, I can see oh. it now. <laughs> I know, that'd be a dream come true. I know that that is the plan, you know, but I want to keep my feet on the ground, just keep doing it for the right reasons and you know, that's that's how I'll get to that point is if I just keep the love and I keep doing it for the right reasons and everything else will follow, you know. Sean, you have a good head on your shoulders. You've got a lot of talent. I'm wishing you the very best of luck. It's fantastic to see a local guy doing so well. Can't wait to tune into this tonight. Thank you so, so much for joining me. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thanks a million. Sean O'Callaghan Wade. Remember the name, people. He's starring in the holiday tonight. Virgin Media 1 at 9pm. Put the reminders on your phone. It looks absolutely brilliant. It's going to continue for a couple of episodes as well. Mini series. People who like the book, you'll definitely like this. It's getting great reviews all over the place. Oh, I love that one. It gives me serious summer vibes. Callum Scott, where are you now? straight to it this morning because it's a double acting bill today. Sure, why not? Because we're going to be joined now very shortly by Una Crawford O'Brien aka Renee Thielen from Fair City. She has uh, just been a delight to watch on stage and on screen and she's about to embark on a nationwide tour with Halcyon Days, a brilliant play written by a Mead based playwright Deirdre Kinahan. I saw it way, 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 way back. Oh God, years ago. Uh, I saw it performed in the South for the first time and it was absolutely brilliant. It's a really sort of heartwarming, touching story and uh, Una is going to be playing Patricia, one of the lead roles in this. We're going to chat to her just after these. 11 to 1 on LMFM. My next guest has performed in many roles on stage and screen, but is perhaps best known for her work in Fair City as Renee Phelan. Now this month, audiences are in for a real treat as she is about to embark on a nationwide tour with Halcyon Days, a brilliant play written by me, the playwright Deirdre Kinahan, which centres on an unlikely pair, Patricia and Sean, who meet as Sean is languishing away in a nursing home. You will laugh, you will cry. It's a great night out. Halcyon Days is coming to Anton Arts Centre in Dundalk at the end of the month and I'm delighted now to be joined by a lady who is always a joy to watch actress Una Crawford O'Brien is on the line with me now how are you doing Una? 
Very good. And thank you for that lovely introduction. Oh, you're so welcome. It's a pleasure to have you on the programme. You know, I saw Halcyon Days oh, years ago. It must have been back in 2012 or something. And it was performed in Solstice Arts Centre. Thoroughly enjoyed it. It was so, so funny and such a touching story. Uh, between people of a certain age that you don't often see sort of perform these kind of stories. Absolutely not. And the whole idea that it's written about two people in a nursing home, people are probably going, oh, boring. But it is anything but. Oh, it's anything only but. An, hour no, uh, an hour long. And um, there are six short scenes in it. And each one is an absolute gem. And each one brings something different, totally different to it. It's just a beautiful play. Um, it I, really I'm, is. I'm I mean, like. To be doing it. Yeah, I, I, I'd imagine. So, I mean, like, for people who haven't seen this, you know, tell us about the plot. It kind of really centres, as you say, you know, we've got these six scenes, but you've got these two characters, Sean and Patricia, who are very opposite to each other. Completely. He's been a, a long term resident in the nursing home and has kind of basically given up. And this one, who, I mean, you know, she is retired, but she, she bounces into the place. Oh, but f- just, uh, bursts uh, for, in, for yeah. Advice, you know? Um, so and she brings him back to life and it's all about you know finding yourself digging deep um, in remembering what you has buried so deep and remembering what you enjoyed and loved and it's about friendship um, it's mainly about friendship and love and sadness and one minute you're laughing and the next minute you're crying and oh it's just great it really it. is and like that I was totally like that by the end of it it's like <laughs> up and down in emotions and you know you're starring alongside the brilliant Barry McGovern in this show many people will know Barry uh, for his many film roles and his roles in, in Beckett plays as well you normally kind of see Barry taking on more serious stuff so this is a little bit of a departure for him absolutely I mean it's it's really interesting because um, I'm used to him um, as, as a very serious actor. Yeah. So it's, uh, and, and I did the play before, I did it with Brian Murray. Is right, and, yes. Um, who is my partner in, in, in real life. Oh, listen now, and, we could uh, get into that now. I've been researching you all over the place here with that story. <laughs> and I know you've, you've spoken about that quite a bit. But uh, what's Barry like to work with? So, like, it was a whole new experience for me to to be doing it with somebody different, and um, and that takes some getting used to. But Barry is, is such a professional; he's an, such a hard worker. Um, it's just wonderful. It's a it's a wonderful experience for me to be acting with him, and I'm I'm enjoying every minute of it. You know, and seeing as you brought it up, you know, uh, <laughs> what is it like then? You know, working with your real life partner. Like, I I always imagine that this scenario now is there a separation of church and state. Oh, God, yes. I mean, <laughs> you have to you'd go. Well, actually, when we were doing this play before, uh, we lived by the Dodder River. And um, as it's only the two of us, and we take the dog for a walk, and we used to, um, to say the lines. I'm sure the people thought we were nuts because we'd be saying the lines walking along by the river. And, you know, I'd say they were looking at us going, there's that naughty pair from Fair City, you know. <laughs> I love it. So you're going to, well, this is good. You need a reading partner, don't you? And it's just so happy to have you have one at home, which is fantastic, you know. Exactly. Uh, but so it is, it's wonderful to be doing it with Barry. Um, but we don't have that 
accessibility like we just have to work harder at rehearsals yeah. because we, you know put the work in put the work in and that's what you do and you know uh, talking about Fair City you know I, I remember like my mum religiously watches Fair City and I like remember the arrival of the feelings into Carrickstown was in the late 90s Renee and Christy and the mother-in-law Eunice who could forget her and my god Renee she's been through everything hasn't she she had a secret daughter she her son died she had an affair she's had a lot of stuff happen to her over the years oh she has she has and let's hope she still has an awful lot more to come you know <laughs> <laughs> Do you I still, you obviously still love playing her? Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. And with COVID, it has been quite difficult. Because oh, God, yeah. To reduce storylines. They've had less people in um, because of, uh, it, before we'd have two people in a dressing room, now mm. you can only have one. So there's all that kind of thing. So we've been out more um, than we would usually be. And um, so I'm back uh, I'm back working in May and I really can't wait to get back as well. So, you know, I'm just so thrilled to be doing the play. It's just... To have this in between. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, uh, you're you're about to embark on this tour. You are coming to Anton Arts Centre, great venue here in, in the, the local area as well. And, you know, um, just before you, you arrived on with us here, I was speaking to a young actor from the area here. He is starring in a brilliant series on Virgin Media One tonight called The Holiday and he's full of that excitement and hunger for acting you know he's, yeah. he's really it's his first big break kind of thing you know do you still get that buzz yourself when you walk out on stage for the likes of this or you go onto oh, the set to begin oh, yeah. a performance I mean it's two and a half years since I've been on the stage so I'm actually quite nervous about going on again um, and when there's only two of us <laughs> you have to kind of be on the ball because if you if you're dry if you forget a line you can't actually walk off and leave the other person sitting there. So, um, well, I'm so excited to be back because there's always that, you know, adrenaline rush yeah. when you get out when you hear the audience. And you know, and this play really it so deserves an audience because Deirdre, her writing is so brilliant in it. So, um so come on, the people of come the on, the people of, of of the northeast, absolutely. And and as you say, you know, funny enough, I'm just coincidentally, I'm arranging a chat with Deirdre for next week for a new uh, show that she has uh, coming down the line as well. So we're we're so delighted to to be promoting uh, the work on by her on the double here, which is great. Um, you know, as you said there, and you, you you sort of sidestepped a little bit, so I'm going to just bring you a little bit back to City for a second because we want the goss, we want the goss. Can you tell us anything about what might be happening with Renee in 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 this new kind of season to come? Do you know we we get our scripts and basically that's when we know. Okay, so you don't doing. know yet. No, no. Okay, in the dark. Well, listen, we've gone through the country <laughs> list of what she's had already. There's bound to be something juicy for her, isn't there? Well. You kind of get your script and you're excited to know what's going to happen. Um, and it's almost like, and because it's you, you're, you're going through the pages and you're like, oh, oh, great. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, you know, so it could be anything. Um, but I love it when they, when they throw things at you, especially complicated things. And as you say, we've had a few of them in, in our time there. Yes. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's it keeps you kind of challenged as an actor, doesn't it? As well, absolutely, all of this new stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, and you can get something, and you you think to yourself, where is this going? Yeah, you know, because they don't really tell you; they give you a, a broad outline. Because as in life, if you knew the end product, you do things differently. Of course, 
Of course, so it needs to come like that natural sort of response to something when you when you're fresh with the material. I understand completely. I really do. Uh, yes. Una, I'm I'm delighted to hear that you're coming to Anton Art Centre in this show. It's been such a real pleasure chatting to you this morning. Really looking forward to to seeing this show again. Best of luck with it, and thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, not at all. Thank you very much for having me on. Thanks a million, Una Crawford O'Brien. She's performing in Halcyon Days. It's a brilliant show. It's a great show. It really is. Uh, do you know what it is? It's one of those ones where you just go in and escape your life for an hour and then get engrossed in these two characters. It's just brilliant. It's on in Anton Art Centre, March 31st. You can get all of the details of tickets and everything else. You can get that on anton.ie. 11 to 1 on LMFM. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Whether you're extending, building or replacing your windows and doors, talk to your local Senator Windows dealer today on 1850 77 Time for a trip back in time. On this day in 1955, Elvis Presley makes his first TV appearance on a broadcast of a radio show, Louisiana Hayride. In 1985, more TV because Moonlighting with Sybil Shepherd and Bruce Willis premiered on ABC TV in the US. On this day in 1982, actress Jessica Biel was born. People will have known her from uh, the series Seventh Heaven back in the day. She was also in Total Recall, The A-Team and many others. And she's been in that acclaimed TV series, The Sinner. And today is World Book Day. I've already gotten a gorgeous image of Gangster Granny, a.k.a. Erin Curran, from Kells who's looking fantastic in her costume all the kids are getting dressed up for World Book Day today it's become established as Ireland's biggest annual event promoting the enjoyment of books and reading for children and young people the aim is to encourage children to explore the pleasure of books and reading it's a simple idea but many people don't have access to books so it's all about promoting reading and having fun dressing up World Book Day LMFM Northeast Update we are heading towards 12 news and after that Sinead's top three on the tube it's my TV recommendations plus we're going to check in with our vets at Highfield Veterinary Clinic in Navin in our vets and our pet series that's all to come 11 to 1 on LMFM on air online on your smart speaker this is LMFM radio you're listening to 11 to 1 with me Sinead Brazel how are you getting on that was Coldplay Sky Full of Stars kicking off our second hour. The lovely Sinead Burke. Many people will know Sinead Burke. She features on Burke's Banter with Jerry Kelly. She got in touch with me about a event that is happening on Tuesday for International Women's Day. It's um, starting off at 8pm from Navin Rugby Club and the women of Navin are invited to take part in an evening walk. So whether you're on your own or with a gang, they'd love to see you go along. It's an evening walk in solidarity with the victims of violence in Ireland and around the world. They are encouraging people to bring friends, posters, high-vis or just come by yourself. All are welcome. Uh, They're saying let's walk together and stand together for a safer world for women. So they're starting off at the Navin Rugby Club following the darkness into light route down Swan Lane and onto the Dublin Road and back in Via Medges Road uh, in Johnstown. The walk will take about an hour, about an hour or so. But guaranteed, you know, nice conversation and chat 
and bit of banter on the walk. Well, if Sinead Burke is involved, there's definitely banter involved. If you want to find them on Facebook, you can check it out at Navin Women Night Walk. At Navin Women Night Walk. So that's happening Tuesday for International Women's Day, starting off at 8pm from Navin Rugby Club. And if there's anybody with events for International Women's Day or otherwise, do get in touch with us. We love to promote local events here. You can get in touch with us on the WhatsApp or text 86 658 or you can give me an email as well. I'll pick it up. Info at lmfm.ie. Now it's time to check in with the world of celebrities. The Buzz on LMFM with the Crown Plaza Dundalk featuring Ireland's tallest work of art rooftop restaurant, bistro bar and conference rooms. Wedding and banqueting for up to 400 people. The Crown Plaza Dundalk.ie has it all. Hi, I'm Louise. Colin Farrell stars alongside Robert Pattinson in The Batman, which is set in Bruce Wayne's second year of fighting crime in Gotham City, this time pursuing serial killer The Riddler. Colin takes on the iconic role of villain The Penguin. He tells us he can't wait to explore his character's vulnerability further in the HBO spin-off series that's just been announced. As threatening and as violent as the character looks, because of the scar, I think, and because of how pockmarked he was, there was some kind of, I don't want to say softness, but a vulnerability there that I thought was interesting. And in this film. I mean, he gets done over a few times in this film. And so I think that he's somebody whose pride and whose vulnerability and whose sense of self I'll get to explore more if this HBO show goes, you know, which would be a blast to get to inhabit it for a longer period of time and ask more questions, you know. Kim Kardashian's been declared legally single. The latest hearing's been heard in a US court in her divorce from rapper Kanye West. Her marital status has been confirmed before details of child custody are worked out. Camilla Cabello is hooking up with Ed Sheeran. She released a teaser for their new track. It's called Bam Bam. And while the song is a breakup song, the guitar is quite upbeat. The full track is out March 5th. That's The Buzz. I'm Louise. The Buzz on LMFM. With the Crown Plaza Dundalk. Featuring Ireland's tallest work of art. Rooftop restaurant, bistro bar and conference rooms. Wedding and banqueting for up to 400 people. The crownplazadundalk.ie has it all. I am ridiculously excited about the new Batman movie that is coming to cinemas tomorrow, officially tomorrow. was chatting to Niall O'Brien last night. He is... Uh, <laughs> he's going to be staying up late, let's just say. He's going to be watching the movie at midnight tonight. Uh, so he's prepared for real reviews tomorrow. And there's only one critic that you have to be listening to when it comes to anything to do with movies. That's Niall O'Brien. He's going to be joining us on tomorrow's show. But I'm very excited. I have the ticket booked and all, all ready to go for the Batman. By the way, fans of Batman generally uh, I know myself and I'll mention this a couple of times but we have a podcast a film podcast it's called The Real Take as in or double E-L I know we're extremely clever The Real Take podcast it's all things film related but this week we have a very special episode just on Batman the character and how his kind of I suppose adaptations onto the big screen so from Christian Bale to George Clooney and all in between and we have that on The Real Take for wherever you get your podcasts if you want to download it um, um, yeah, lots of Batman kind of impersonations and nonsense about Batman on the podcast. But we will be joined by Niall O'Brien tomorrow on Real Reviews. Now, a very special person in Carrick Macross, very dear to me, is celebrating a birthday today. Her name is Maggie Maguire, so I had to play OREM for her. Here it is. Happy birthday! 
Going to take a quick break and it's time to return to our regular vets and their pets series in association with Highfield Veterinary Clinic in Navin. Today we are focusing on dogs, particularly skin conditions, skin conditions and various issues that the dogs might have in terms of allergies and fleas and itching and all of that to do with dogs. We're going to be discussing that with Peter Howard just after these. The LMFM Vets and Their Pet Series is brought to you by Highfield Veterinary, Commons Road, Navin. Catering for all your pets and farm animal needs. For more information or to make an appointment, visit highfield.ie. Follow Highfield Veterinary Navin on Facebook. It's time to return to our regular Vets and Their Pets series in association with Highfield Veterinary Clinic, Commons Road in Navin. And today we are focusing on dogs and specifically skin issues affecting our dogs. Our vet Peter Howard is on the line with me now. How are you doing, Peter? Hi, Shade. Thanks for having me on. Great to talk to you again. Now, there's quite a few different types of skin conditions that dogs can suffer from. So maybe we might go through those first of all. Yeah, um... So yeah, uh, skin conditions in dogs, as many people probably know already, it, it's, a, it's a really common problem. Um, you know, and it, it ranges in severity. Um, so there's kind of three main pillars of, of why why dogs would be kind of itchy or, or scratching themselves a lot. Um, you know, so these are kind of like parasites, be one big one, um, infection, and then allergy. Those are your three kind of main areas. Um, so, and then kind of, Within within those, then you know you have there's a couple of different parasites they can get that can cause them to, to itch and have skin problems. Um, then there's the allergies as people realise, grain kind of allergies or or perhaps any kind of protein in the food can, can kind of set them off. And then also kind of their bed where they're where they're sleeping or, or just dust in an environment can cause cause allergies as well. Um, okay. And I, yeah, I, I, just when you talked about when you spoke about there about uh, parasites that kind of thing, I suppose the main one is is it like the fleas and ticks that you're talking about, or is there many different types of of flea and tick? Yeah, there's a few different types, um, but generally, like so, so you can kind of like there's, there's fleas to suit each animal basically. So like you know, hedgehogs have their own species of fleas and, and that kind of thing, but they do kind of jump across species as well. So it's not really we don't really focus on on what kind of flea or anything like. Yeah. If they have fleas, they have fleas generally. Um, the the kind of parasite side of it, they can they can often react kind of a bit um, over the top to, to parasites. So sometimes you have we we see a lot of like patients that would would have kind of allergies to parasites. So if they get even one one bite of anything, it can set off a reaction, um, and it'll it'll kind of cause the the dog or cat to kind of start licking and and itching themselves, and then that causes you know, further itching to, to happen and it kind of spirals out of control to, to a point. Um, that's, that's kind of one big area that we kind of look at. Um, so, yeah. Okay. And in terms of, say, you know, you mentioned the allergies there, that's really important. Like, people mightn't realise that, um, like you say, there could be something in the food or there's something maybe in the type of bedding that's causing the dog to, to, to go bananas. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's it, there's a massive range of, of kind of things that it could be, um, and it's very hard to pinpoint exactly exactly what it is. Um, so generally, what we have is like you know people will come in and they'll, their dog would be kind of licking at their paws or, or itching around you know their ears or whatever, um, and and not realize that that's actually you know it, it's not just a habit that they're licking at their paws. There's, there's a reason you know so yeah. you know especially little white white dogs. There's general breed that you know most of them have have something going on skin wise. Um, and you know you'd often see the the kind of the the reddened looking paws from from them licking constantly. 
Um, is that what that is? Because, yeah, just as you say that, I was going to ask yeah. you, is there a specific breed of dog that's more prone to this kind of stuff? Yeah, so any, any dog can get that. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's these white dogs. And that's it's, it's more, you can actually see it visibly. Yeah. Um, it's the saliva staining. That's what that is. like. Um, so, basically, when they're, when they're licking at their paws, that's because their paws are really itchy. You know, it's not, there's no other reason. It's not because they're over grooming or anything like that. It's generally, they have an itch and they, you know, licking at it is, is their solution to that. So, you know, there's a lot of owners that come in and say, oh yeah, every evening my, my dog is up on the couch and he's constantly licking his paws, like just nonstop. And they're giving out to them saying, don't do that. But there's actually something else going on there, you know, behind the scenes that they don't realize. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So like I was saying, um, like there's a range of kind of reasons of reasons that can cause that um, and so it's trying to kind of pinpoint exactly what it is that's um, the key yeah yeah so so generally what we recommend is first of all like we, we look at parasites so that's that's your kind of most common cause for a dog to be itchy so that's where we generally start um, and like some people will get quite offended if we suggest maybe your dog has fleas oh you know, I know. But it's, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's never nice possible. to hear is it I know yeah but it needs to be ruled out nonetheless you know no matter how clean you are and everything else um, it, it needs to be really sometimes just getting even an individual bite can kind of set off that allergic reaction um, so generally what we say is you know we kind of do a full exam kind of check for any kind of signs of that either there were um, some kind of parasites there or that there are some there now um, and then I would always kind of you know make sure that they, they're, they're treating against parasites so there's, there's plenty of treatments there that cover the whole range of fleas, ticks and mites and all the rest of it um, so, so staying up to date, so if your dog is prone to kind of these, these kind of itching disorders, it's really a good idea to make sure that you're on the ball when it comes to your, your antiparasitic treatment, um, just to make sure that's ruled out. Yeah, um, because what, isn't it, we always talk about this, you know, on on this series, that prevention is better than cure. So how often exactly. then, like, because I know for the for the cats, it's kind of maybe, say, every sort of three, three, uh, three months or so in terms of fleas and that kind of thing. That's normally at the moment, at this time of year, I kind of, you know, every maybe six to eight weeks, we looking out for them and putting the, the dose on them. Exactly. Is it the same for the dogs? Yeah, exactly. It, it, it all depends on the on the product that's being used. Um so like a lot of people will be familiar with like a product um Brevecto. so that's that's a, yeah. a really good one that covers for fleas, ticks and mites and that that lasts about three months. So, you know, um you just kind of but there, there's all different ones, like, you know, there's one that we sell and it's it's every month but it covers your worms as well and there's a few different ones out there that you can that you can use. So it's just it's following the instructions of the, the one that you're using, um and making sure that you're you're kind of giving it at the right time and the right interval. Yeah. Um and then, yeah, and then kind of going on from that, then, you know, once we have that ruled out, then, you know, we can start looking at whether it's some kind of infection causing the itching or whether it's an allergy. Um, and generally speaking, we, we try to rule out the infection first because that's a bit easier to rule out. And then the allergy is kind of when the, everything else has been ruled out, we can properly look and see is the dog allergic to something. Um, so okay. that's, that's kind of our, our kind of main pillars. Um, and in terms of say you know we, we mentioned some preventative measures there if yeah. you know you've ruled out the, the flea dose and you've you've ruled an infection and say it was it was an allergy you know there is obviously treatment available and the key thing is to not like let it go on and on that's it exactly um, the sooner you kind of catch this the, you know the, the, the better the outcome for, for the pet um, so when it comes to allergy like there's when it comes to like food trials and, and things like that um they're they're quite hard to perform properly. So, like you know, if we're trying to if we're trying to kind of rule in or out a food allergy, we suggest using a, a special diet that has 
you know, it's, it's taking away all the common allergen uh, proteins, basically. Um, and you have to stick with that diet for about 12 weeks before you can properly say whether or not the dog was allergic to its previous diet or not. Um, so it's not, a, it's not an easy kind of thing to, to uncover, if that makes sense. Um, so okay. basically, yeah, so, so you have to kind of go really strict, only feed it that, that specific diet. Um, and then, you, you know, if the dog improves, you know, oh, well and good, that's, that, that's kind of sorted. Um, but if it doesn't improve, it's 12 weeks later and you're kind of still, you know, we're still unsure what, what the cause is. Um, so, cause there's a lot, and I'm saying that because a lot of people just think, oh, it's, it must be grain. So we're just going to mm. go on to grain, grain free diet. And, you know, a lot of the time it isn't actually grain. And, you know, if you're not, if you're not being strict with it and you're, you're rooting out everything, you, you, you just never know. Um, so I, I would definitely recommend, you know, before jumping to, to going to grain free or going to any specific diet to rule out the, the, the common things first and then kind of focus in on that. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, there there are other treatments out there. Like there's there's a, a wide range. Um, you know, there's there's some injections you can give, and there's some tablets, and they all help resolve the the clinical signs. You know, so they mightn't get get rid of the actual problem, but they'll you know the dog will be a lot more comfortable um, while on that treatment. Um, but it's you know, like I was saying, you have to kind of get to the bottom of it first. So these kind of things take take time as well, and that's that's one of the big issues with skin conditions. They're, they're quite frustrating because there's no, there's never a quick fix when it comes to, to skin problems, you know, so it, yeah. it takes a while to kind of get to the bottom of it. We've had a question in from Cora and Cora has, uh, she's fostering a dog at the moment and this is her first time fostering a dog and she is asking for, I think she said it's a Bichon Frise. Uh, she's asking, she's wondering sort of what is the right recommendation of food to give this dog and also how much exercise, which is a good one, I think, maybe to go back over actually. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Um, so the in terms of the food, um any kind of good quality food is, is what we recommend. Um, there, there's a load of products out there. Um, and so I'm not, I'm not going to go into all the kind of individual brands. Um, but if you, if you, if you go and, and maybe consult your vet, um, it might be no harm getting a full health check if, if it's a new dog in the household and, and getting some advice there, just what, what they think the best, the best food is because they are, they are really good brands and they're a very bad brand. So it is definitely worth, worth finding out. From, from your vet what they stock and what, what the best would be um, the kind of advice is, is to walk them at least once a day um, and about half an hour at minimum really to, to get the, the right amount of exercise in um, but that also depends then on the dog so if, if you have an, if, if you're fostering kind of an older dog you know they might need as much exercise and yeah. maybe shorter shorter walks more frequently might be better for them um, or a younger dog might might want you know might be bursting with energy and might benefit from getting two or three walks a day. Um, yeah. So it just kind of depends on on the dog really, but at least one a, one a day and at least half an hour really um, out and about would be would be good. But yeah, and like you'll know, you'll know the dog will be panting beside you if it's if it's exactly, exhausted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. brilliant exhausted, stuff. Maybe you've gone too far. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Turn back, turn home. Uh, Peter, listen, thank you as always for all of that great advice. We'll chat to you again next week. No worries, talk to you in the shade.
highfield.ie if you want to find out more information uh, from the vets or if you want to ring them up with questions or book an appointment whatever you need to for your pets they they will be only delighted to hear from you we'll have more from our vets and our pets next week if you have questions that you'd like us to put to the vets please send them in to us on 086 1800 658 going to take a quick break we're back with Monday and Sinead's top three on the tube 11 to 1 on LMFM to one now it's Thursday and on a Thursday we talk about telly we do and I have three really great picks for you to stop you kind of you know when you sit down, you, all you do is flick. You don't know what you want to watch. Well, I've taken the hassle out of all of that for you. We were talking about this earlier on in the show. It just happened to be my pick as well this week. It is the brand new thriller series, The Holiday. It starts tonight on Virgin Media 1. We've got Irish actors Owen McDonald from Killing Eve, Aidan McCann from Red Rock. We also have Jill Halpenny. We have our own here in the northeast from Navin. Sean O'Callaghan Wade, he's playing Jake in this series and um, it's a real twisty turny kind of thriller drama called The Holiday it follows a Kate a woman who discovers that her husband is having an affair whilst they're on a luxury luxury holiday in the Mediterranean with their kids um, the couple are sharing a villa with four of Kate's closest friends one of whom is the adulterous partner and uh, you can watch the first episode tonight but it's like the whole lot of it is on the Virgin Media player straight after the first episode so if you're like what happens next then you can check it out on that going to give you a little taster of the trailer just in case you missed it this morning here's the holiday this holiday has officially started (laughs) welcome to paradise kids Are you okay, Sean? I just need to know the truth. What are you going to say? That I know he's having an affair. Where's your ring? Do you love me, Sean? Jake. No shoes. No has issues. I'm scared. I don't know what he's going to do next. You just stay away from my family. Stay away from me! You could have killed someone. I can't live a lie. I honestly don't know what to do. Oh, it's really good. It's starting tonight. Virgin Media 1. Also on tonight, this looks really, really good. It's on RTE at quarter past ten. It's called Speechless. And it's a documentary filmed over the course of eight years exploring the world of non-verbal autistic writer and poet Fiacre Ryan. He's from Castlebar in County Mayo. And the film really follows him from the ages of 13 to 21 as he reaches various milestones in his life with Fiacre's words appearing on screen as he painstakingly types, uh, taps out each letter to form words. This guides viewers on his journey. It looks really, really good. RTE 1, quarter past 10 tonight. Speechless. Now, we heard this advertised here actually recently and I was like, ah, oh, I must check this out. Um, fans of the books and and I'd say the Tom Cruise movie series you know which was okay it was okay this uh, but Reacher Jack Reacher he is back in a TV series it's just called Reacher it's available on Amazon Prime and this first season follows the plot of Killing Floor which was Lee Child's first Jack Reacher novel this is really faithful to the book um, although there are kind of some details shifted and altered about slightly but that's to be expected when you kind of are adapting something but um, Alan Richardson 
he's the uh, guy who plays playing Reacher and this is kind of where you know it's more true to the book to be honest because in the book Jack Reacher is supposed to be like a bodybuilder built really really built and like Tom Cruise you know he's a great action star but he's not he's not really encapsulating Jack Reacher I have to say uh, but if you're into the hard boiled detective vibe this series has it in spades it's got great action as well I've watched one or two episodes really really good if you have Amazon Prime Reacher I highly recommend it there's my top three on the tube there's Sophie Doyle Ryder with Too Much. Tomorrow we are live from Crown Decorating Centre on the Inner Relief Road in Dundalk. Pat and the LMFM Roadrunner crew are going to be there. Lots of crack guaranteed tomorrow. Plus we've got films with Niall. There's only one movie on his agenda, The Batman. And we'll have our Friday Four feller. That is our lot on the show for today. Thank you to everybody who contributed. Thank you so much for your company as always. We leave you at Marvin Gaye. Have a great day. Chat to you tomorrow. 11 to 1 on LMFM. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.